Gutter Trash episode 216. Gutter Trash, the movie. My name is Eric. <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> who who would play us in the Gutter Trash, the movie? Uh, I mean, would it be like people that like as much like represent us, you know? Or would it be like, would we like get to pick our own? Like, could I pick like George Clooney? Right, me? right. Uh, well, let's, let's do both. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's let's go for ideal first. <laughs> okay. All right. Like who we would choose yeah, ourselves. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, man, <laughs> I guess Chris Elliott for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome choice. <laughs> um, I don't know that I really have one off the top of my head, but if you're going Chris Elliott, I I guess I have to figure out something in that vein. Oh yeah. Um. Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs> um, I'm going. Uh, gonna go Dan Aykroyd. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic, classic, classic. Uh, American comedy or is he Canadian? Uh, ooh. I'm guessing he's American, but uh, yeah, I don't know off uh for sure. Didn't I don't he? Know. He did some messy TV stuff, right? Oh, I don't think so. No, you know? no. Yeah. Okay. I think he was SNL. Uh, of course, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, he could have started in this. Well, S, yeah, I don't know. Well, SCTV is Second City. Right. Which I think is a improv group out of Chicago. Well, there's there's a bunch of different Second Cities. Yeah, but, I, mean, that's I, the, I know yeah. that for sure, but I think they started in Chicago, right? But what was the... I know the, the show, though, was a lot of Canadians. Yeah, a lot of Canadians, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know for sure. And he's got that whole Detroit tie-in. He's got, right. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. Huh. Maybe I should pick someone else. Then. <laughs> you can go with your second choice, Captain Lou Albano. It's fine. <laughs> uh, maybe I go Harvey Firestein. I don't know who that is. Uh, he is a gay gentleman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With a very raspy voice. That guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that guy's awesome. That guy is. Awesome. Okay. Well, yeah. Do it up, those guys. <laughs> If those guys want to come here and record, we're done. You know? <laughs> uh, okay, so who plays us if we don't get to pick? Oh, if we don't get to pick. Man, I don't know. I'm not good with celebrities anyway. There's probably a thousand people who are closer to representing me than than anyone I could probably choose. Right, right. Uh, for you, I'm gonna guess, uh, Steve Zahn. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was in, uh, I'm trying to think of anything you would have seen. Did you ever see Rescue Dawn? No. No, you should. I've seen Rescue Me. Yeah. And I've seen Red Dawn. Right. Is that like an amalgam of the two? But closer to Red Dawn than anything else. <laughs> uh, the movie involves rescuing. Oh. Well, uh, aptly titled then. I recommend uh, Rescue Dawn, uh, Christian Bale. It's a war movie. It's oh, good. Yeah. Is it the one where Christian Bale's like 10 years old? No. Okay. Uh, this was a couple years ago. Uh, so it's like directed by Werner Herzog. Oh, okay. 
Uh, it's about a guy who gets shot down in the, in the jungle and uh, has to try to figure out a way to escape. Huh. Uh, and uh, Zivzon is like another POW that he meets uh, along the way. Uh, but uh, that guy is more famous for comedies. Uh, he was in That Thing You Do. Uh, he was in Safe Men. Yeah, uh, I got uh, Yeah, all right. Blonde guy. Okay. Blonde uh, guy. Was he in Fargo? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then for me, probably like Horatio's hand or somebody like that. <laughs> Oh, you're not as funny as Horatio Sands. <laughs> I do laugh at myself just as much. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, either one of those incarnations, <laughs> if those guys want to come by, we'll set it out at least one episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we... We did not watch Gutter Trash the movie, but we might as well have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the actual movie is called God Bless America. Uh, it's it's another Bobcat Goldthwait production. Is this his most recent, I believe? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that we watched World's Greatest Dad, right? It was probably a year ago, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> which we also enjoyed. Or, yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, spoiler, uh, I fucking loved this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen... Mostly because it seems pretty biographical. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out, yeah, I like two, like five minutes in the movie, I seriously, I was like, did you write this movie? To Eric. Because it's about his life. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it is every dream and fantasy of mine brought to life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's uh, it's about America and what it's become. Yep. Which is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, it's cool because it can still laugh at the horribleness, oh, which yeah. is what makes it enjoyable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it points out everything. It's, it's like Idiocracy or one of those movies. Yeah. Um, where it points out all these horrible things, but in such a way that you just have to laugh them off. But it makes you think a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It gets a little preachy at times. It gets a little preachy at times. Uh, especially there at the end. Uh, like, uh, which is weird because uh, uh, your your lady friend and I recently did a podcast together. And in it I kind of go off a little bit about uh, how uh, I don't like it when things that I'm I'm watching or reading just start yelling at me. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and so I kind of feel a little bit like a hypocrite because I loved this so much. Well, this this wasn't but yelling at you. This it, was yelling your voice at other people. That is true. <laughs> you have a point. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I feel fine. Yeah. I know, right? There is, I, there is like three or four times in this movie where there is like a soliloquy or a speech that. Normally, you know, it takes you out of the fiction of things, right. but it is so <coughs> perfectly articulating things that we think all the time right. and things that we complain about to each other. Yeah. Like literally some of these things in this movie, like I just said the word literally, I would have been shot. But, <coughs> but, uh, a lot of the things that happen in this movie are things that like that we've complained about, like people taking up too much parking spots or right. the fucking movie theater scene. Uh, <coughs> I, I've never seen you so giddy. 
you were practically jumping up and down as that scene started. Oh my gosh! Like before, before you, it even happened. Like you could sense it about to happen, and I swear, not since I've been a child have I been so happy watching a movie. <laughs> like, well, like watching like the best, like you know, GI Joe cartoon or whatever, whatever, like heartwarming childlike fantasy. Like, that's what it took me back to, that scene where he shoots everybody in the movie theater. Spoiler. <laughs> um, I don't know that it's much of a spoiler, because uh, everyone in this movie gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's about. Yeah. yeah. It is about shooting people. Yeah. I mean, it's about more than just that, but uh, at its core, the, the heart of the movie is about shooting people. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like falling down mixed with natural born killers mixed with uh, our everyday life. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, mixed with uh, 215 episodes of Gutter Trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just not the stuff when we're actually reviewing it. Right. Which yeah. is most of yeah. the episodes. Which is, yeah. which is, yeah, about 213 episodes if you <laughs> splice it all together. Man, Bobcat Goldwood, I gotta say. If you're listening, sir, your movies get exponentially better with each each movie you make. Yeah. Shakes the Clown, great movie. World's Greatest Dad, even better. This one, oh my gosh. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Shakes the Clown is a movie I still have yet to see, uh, as, long as, as well as, uh, I think it's called Sleeping Dogs Live. I'm, I've like never that. seen that one. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's at least two of his that I've missed, but... Uh, the two that I have seen, uh, make more. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Because <laughs> you're great at it. You have found your calling, yeah. sir. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, yeah, it's, like we said, it, it gets preachy, but I mean, it's about, I mean, you know, and, and, like, I feel weird even, like, telling people about this movie, like, yeah, it's about how stupid, you know, reality TV and, like, right. you know, morons are. And people are like, I already know that. But, like, no, no, this, is like the perfect fantasy where you get to kill all of these people <laughs> and like in really funny, hilarious, awesome ways. Right. I mean, it's with a gun, but I mean, there's a lot of jokes that go along with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the the saddest aspect of this movie, uh, and actually, there are like some emotional scenes in the movie. Yeah, it's, uh, there's good characterizations. Right, right. Uh, but, but I think the saddest part about just like the entire experience of it is that, uh, you know, cause as the movie points out, uh, you know, there's just so few people left to like appreciate, you know, the good things in life and, and being kind to or not, not just not even kind, like, like you can just acceptable, acceptable. Yeah. Right. Uh, just, just, you know, uh, not being a dick everywhere you go. Right. Uh, not not being a like egomaniacal like uh, self important right dick yeah and I mean we can be mm-hmm. yeah that's that's life that's that's yeah, human yeah. beings that's right uh, but you know uh, you know some of us learn to put a cap on it some places <laughs> right you know mostly in public in public right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so it's like the, the, the saddest part is that only those of us are ever going to watch this movie. Like, like the people that 
probably need to see this movie. They're never going to we'll see never it. We'll never see it. Right. Yeah. Unless they just see a trailer and there's a lot of gunshots. Maybe. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and then if they do, they won't realize that it's about them. <laughs> right, yeah. Because, like, this is fiction, yo. High five, bro. <laughs> High five. High five. Good job, bro. So, and I know this brings up a good point. Uh, we're talking about uh, behaving acceptably in public. Um, occasionally on this show, you or I uh, will completely trash, I don't know, Greg Horn or some other asshole. Greg Horn's going to be at uh, Jim City Con, <laughs> by the way, in March. <laughs> Are you going to get his autograph? I, no, I'm going to, after seeing this movie, I think I'm going to kill him. Nice. <laughs> um, Gutter Trash does not endorse the murder of <laughs> Half of Gutter Trash does not endorse the murder of Greg Horn. I, uh, okay. but, but so are we in a public setting here? Because pub, anybody could hear us. Yeah, yeah, we kind of are. It's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> uh, I mean the movie even brings up like you know like just dicks on radio shows, right. and that's essentially what we are right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just saying what you're all thinking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, we're assuming that there's five of our friends that listen to the show. Right. And occasionally someone we don't know listens. Right. But, you know. And I would say five is a high, <laughs> high number. Well, there's a pool of five people who listen. Okay. Who are Just, friends. Just, uh, they, they take turns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, occasionally somebody who doesn't know us <coughs> yeah. might hear our uh, egomaniacal opinions. Right, right. So we're kind of dickish like that. Yeah. Uh, we try to temper, well, you try to temper it sometimes. <laughs> I try to temper us. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I go back to thinking about some of the things I've said, uh, on the show, and I've, you know, after the fact felt bad about it. Yeah, hey, I have to. You know, uh, like, I, I certainly kind of wish that I never had said that I would like to, I can't even remember her name, Marion Churchland? Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, the was that the book the the, the beast? beast? Yeah, I kind of wish maybe I never said that. I wanted to kick her in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forget you said that. Yeah, I never have. <laughs> yeah, you never forgot. You mean I never you? forgot? Yeah, okay. but you uh, have kicked her in the womb. Huh? But you have kicked her in the oh, womb. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I feel bad about uh, saying some of the things that we say, and I mean, we're totally being you know self indulgent pricks when we do it right uh but i mean people realize we're not serious yeah you know? we're just it's, a, it's an outlet here it's an outlet and then we're, we're sort of playing characters when we we do this a little bit like i'm playing eric sean Bourne and you're playing jason young exactly yeah. <laughs> um on the first episode I, I believe i called a lady a cunt because she uh didn't know how to drive in windy weather <laughs> I, i've always felt bad about that ever right. since then uh, I've never felt bad about calling anyone a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's an underused word. It is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, the power is there behind it. Yeah. Still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, like, like, uh, I've said some things about David Heatley that, uh, maybe I, I sort of, uh, regret saying. Uh, but at the same time, I've, uh, still, my opinion is the same. It just maybe the words I used. Uh, uh, I gotcha. You know, the expression. I yeah, guess. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did I ever tell the story uh, about uh, what happened to me when I went to see uh, uh, Birdemic uh, at the movie theater? Uh, I, I know I told you and, and yeah, uh, Kathleen at the yeah, restaurant, but uh-huh. did I tell it on the show? 
I f- I thought you did about the dude in front of you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Maybe not. I okay. Oh, well, I'll just sort of recap it quick. Uh, went to see this movie. The guy in front of me was just being kind of an asshole. Uh, just a loud talker jumping up and down. And then this was like all before the movie even started. And I just kind of whispered to my friend that, uh, if he keeps talking, I'm going to kick him in the head. Right. And well, I said, if he keeps talking, I'm going to fucking kick him in the head. Uh, and then he turned around and just started fucking screaming at me uh, about me using the word fuck in front of his like seven year old kid. And, uh, like, I just kept staring at him, and as he just fucking blue-dry me in front of God and everyone, and, uh, <laughs> then I finally just looked at him and was like, you're right, I shouldn't have, uh, used that word. My sentiment is the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's a perfect analogy of this movie. You can, yeah, just behave well, but, you know, it's okay to murder people who are, who are socially unacceptable. Uh, but you know, like I realized I was a dick in that situation, but that guy was like 10 times the dick that I was. So like, you know, do we both get shots? (laughs) Am I Joel Murray in this situation? Joel Murray's the star of this. Yes. Uh, God bless America. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I I don't know. That, That is, yeah, I mean, it's a fine line. It's like, it's like a snowball effect or like a, you know, a cyclical thing that when you're in public and someone is misbehaving, it's like, what do you do? Do you misbehave against them to, uh, cause them to stop misbehaving? Like, right. like I actually said something to a, a customer the other day, um, that was inappropriate, but he was being a total fucking dick. Right. And, uh, and I felt bad about it after he like, you know, got mad and stormed out after I said something to him, <laughs> but it's like, you know, but like, it kind of worked because he left. Right. But then it kind of didn't work because, like, for the rest of the day, I was like, man, I was kind of an asshole to that guy. Right. So, yeah, what do you, what do, you do? Do you yeah. just... I don't know. I think you always need someone there to reassure that you're not the asshole in that situation. <laughs> right. But then again, you know, nobody is the villain of their own story. Yeah, exactly. You know, that guy went home and, you know, told his friend about what a dick you were to him. Right. You know, even though that you were there with, you know, a store full of customers who probably saw what a dick he was to you. Right. Not just to you, but just in general. Oh, yeah, just in life. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's I a, mean, that, that is, like, the moral quandary of, of like, this movie. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Situation. Yeah, because, I mean, basically it's about a guy and a girl of two different age brackets, which right. is cool because it represents different you know, age groups and like their opinions on America. But it also is like, you know, obviously they're kind of being dicks. They're just killing people. Right. And like some of the people they kill deserve you know, it. Some, yeah, and then some of them just like walk up and like, Hey, what are you doing? And like they kill right, them yeah. because they're in their way. So it's like, there's no, it's a very gray area. Yeah. And it rip. And I think that says a lot about, you know, our society, like right, our society right. is full of gray areas as far as people being dicks and people expressing their opinions, you know? Right. So, but, okay, like, there's the scene where, like, the the guy is parked in, like, you know, the two parking spots. Right. And so, I mean, it's like, you know, does that guy deserve to die? Or at least get shot? Because the guy survives. Uh, But, I mean, I know, like, I've seen 
douches, you know, pull that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it always makes me want to, if not shoot that person, at least, like, do something horrible to their car. Exactly. <laughs> I've always wanted just to key their car. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, I know I have a temper and and I have a, have a bit of a rage issue. Uh, and, and, like, like I've always thought this, like, you know, like when I'm driving or whatever and just, like, you know, somebody does something stupid or, or just asshole-ish and it's like man if i wasn't paying for my car and for insurance <laughs> i would fucking totally just t-bone that asshole or do whatever <laughs> you know like just as long as it got their car too right you yeah. know yeah and it's like you know but i love that they deserve that well, for <laughs> i think that's why movies like this are a good outlet for people like yeah. us because it's like here are all these things that frustrate you and instead of just doing the things that you fantasize about, we're taking it a little further and to like satisfy the rage that has built up and maybe the next couple of doses of rage too. Right, right. Like I think that's why this, these kind of movies are very therapeutic. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, it, 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 it brings, uh, it brings to light some things that, you know, that would really do bother us on a day to day basis. Right, right. I mean, that's not like watching, I mean, I'm sure some people out there, um, you know, get a lot from watching very political dramas and things like that. Yeah. But this is like something that everyday people oh, yeah. are really affected by. Yeah. And, and it was a very good outlet. I, I think I feel much better after having watched yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it helps that it's, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we laughed out loud so many times. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, if, if it, it helps when the movie is good. Yeah. Cause, cause I think if, uh, like if, if the movie had, failed you know at what it was trying then then you know we would just be sitting here even more angry. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> uh waiting for a movie about people that kill bob goldthwaite right yeah. <laughs> we would make that movie yeah. uh <coughs> excuse me uh so yeah i mean uh I mean, yeah this is a very therapeutic to watch and, and it's so funny oh yeah uh which which really helps sort of take that that medicine i guess exactly it's like you said earlier though i think a lot of people um would watch this movie and maybe not i'm not saying like we're smarter than they are but like they wouldn't get the humor because it's about them not because they're too stupid to get the humor right but sometimes whenever the humor is about your specific personality right it's just not funny because you know you know, you don't get it. It's right. like you don't get why that's funny. You're like, that's just how people are. It's like when I got very upset about the whole, uh, you know, uh, thing about graphic novels in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they sort of make fun of people who uh, don't read real books. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I can take that sort of thing. You know? Yeah. Like, it is one of those things where it's like, oh, that, that hurts. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've seen you read real books. I have tried. Yeah, The exactly. last attempt I made, I fell asleep two pages in for like 45 minutes, but whatever. Two pages? That's more than most Americans read in their lifetimes. <laughs> Anymore, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think what also helps is that uh, uh, the characters are so likable, though. <laughs> Like, like, oh my gosh! Like, like you're just rooting for them the entire movie. I love Frank so much. Uh, let's talk about 
Frank and in just uh, Joel Murray in general right now. He's so awesome. He is great. He is the underrated Murray. Yeah. Like, like I've seen that guy in like a ton of things, and like he's always good in those things, even when when it's like a bad thing. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I used to work at a TV station. We, uh, you know, I was I was paid to watch television, and so I have seen every episode of Dharma and Greg. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was he on that show? He was on that show, okay. and he's great in that show. Uh, you know, but but it's an awful show. Uh, but 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 he, his he, presence like right. makes it like an enjoyable thing, right? Uh, and uh, I mean, Bill Murray's awesome. Like, oh, yeah. like, I don't think there's any arguing about that. He's the undisputed king of the Murrays, right? Yeah, but uh, I think Joel Murray kind of gives him a run for his money. Oh wow, that's because uh, I think. Uh, I think he's got a subtlety to him that uh, Bill Murray, I don't think, no longer has. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And again, Bill Murray's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, even in terrible things, like, what the hell was that movie? Broken Flowers or something like that? Right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was maybe his last <laughs> attempt at being subtle in something. Uh, <laughs> but it was such a terrible movie, it didn't matter. He's like, that didn't work, so... Uh... But uh, yeah, I think I think uh, like especially in this movie, Joel Murray definitely pulls off a wide range of of emotions, and and uh, you know just just you're on this roller coaster ride with him like the entire time, and even when he is just flat out just mass murdering people, yeah, like like you're just you're like, rooting for Frank, him. yeah, yeah, uh, very likable character, yeah, oh yeah, uh, sort of the. You know, the plot is that uh, his character is basically just fed up with, with everything in America that is horrible, which is a lot. Uh, then he gets fired uh, for sexual harassment and then finds out that he has an inoperable brain tumor. And uh, so he's about to kill himself when he's watching just one of those horrible MTV... Sweet 16 yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then just decides that he's going to kill that girl. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much where the movie just kicks off. <laughs> and haven't we all thought about killing reality TV oh, celebrities? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really watch reality shows. Like, I've seen a few, you know, and, and uh, they're not good. Right. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where... where you like what you like, you know, like, I'm not the type of person that, uh, you know, wants to take away the thing that you like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I wish there wasn't reality television. It would make your life easier. Yeah, yeah, it would, you know, definitely maybe be more things worth watching on television, or, you know, I mean, it doesn't really affect me either way, honestly, yeah. you know, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to watch it, and, and you know the thing exists and and if you like it fine you know who am i to tell you that you know you're a fucking retard for watching it (laughs) right uh which you are (laughs) uh but but hey all the more power to you to watch it you know it's your prerogative as bobby brown said i I don't want to take that away from you Mm -hmm. If, if that's what brings you your joy you know, uh, you know, you may not like uh, this movie or The Invisibles, and I love them. Right, right. 
to each his own. Right, right. But uh, uh, like, like what I've seen though, like I've never wanted to like. I've never thought any reality shows like oh, this is horrible. I wish that person was just dead. You know, like I've never thought that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, but then again, I've also never seen anything like the shows that they sort of parody in, in this one. I know I've looked through the channels and seen clips or like been out of town because I don't even have cable. But uh, I know I've been at hotels and flipped through the channels like, what am I missing? Right. And I see like clips of shows like where the lady, where there's a girl fighting and a girl. And this, and God bless America takes out her tampon and throws it at another girl. And I've seen maybe not that exact scenario, right, but right. things along those lines. And I'm, I'm always sort of surprised, but yet at the same time, it just reaffirmed like, ah, yes. Why was I surprised? Like, this is what people love. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've never seen anything that bad, honestly. But uh, I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. Like, like it has to be. Like, <laughs> like in order for it to be parodied in this movie, yeah, there has to have been a similar situation in one of those oh, shows. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. And, and yeah, I'm sure those the entire world would be better off if like we had just never heard of those people, or, yeah. or if they were ever on TV. Yeah, but the sad reality is that they are. <laughs> and so, yeah, maybe at this point, then we're better off if they're just dead. I know, isn't that horrible? Yeah, thing? yeah. But, uh, wow. Because they're not going to go away now that, that they're here. Yeah. So, maybe. I know, it's like if they're not offering anything and they're actually detracting from other people's lives by possibly making them miss out on something that's much more relevant or enlightening. No, I don't know. Here. It's like us. People deserve to be able to kill us because if they weren't listening to this, they might be able to, you know, spend their time more wisely. Right. Because yeah. we're an audio show, so you can do other things while listening to us. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Don't kill us. Just uh, work out while you're listening to oh, us. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can masturbate. You can jerk off to the sounds of our voices. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you could, you Brian could. John Lewis. <laughs> Brian John Lewis. I know a guy named John Lewis and a guy named Brian John Mitchell. Oh, okay. I just mixed the two up. I had a couple of beers. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brian John Mitchell. Even though he's jerking off to the sound of our voice. <laughs> he's still working out. That's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> How else do you think he could lift us? He lifts us all the time. He has only lifted you. Okay, but I've seen him lift me a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. And my girlfriend. I've seen him lift my girlfriend. Well, she's tiny. Yeah, well, yeah. She is incredibly tiny. She's a small lady. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, Joel Murray's awesome. Uh, the uh, the girl is pretty awesome, too. The character is Roxy. I don't remember yeah. the actress's name. Uh, but... Tara Lynn Barr. Okay. Yeah. And she was great. Yeah, she was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, a little, a little less, uh, as, uh, relatable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. probably due to us being old men. Right, we're more, we're closer in age to Joel Murray's character yeah, at this point yeah. <laughs> than a high school girl. <laughs> I thought it was great that she was a huge Alice Cooper fan. Uh, I think it maybe hurt us a little bit when she, again, railed against graphic novels. And Green Day. And punk rock yeah. in general, yeah. <laughs> I like the Green Days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do not. Yeah. Uh, what was the other band? Oh, Fallout Boy. Fall yeah, yeah, that's fine. Fuck yeah, themselves that's too. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Green Day at this point can probably go fuck themselves. Yeah. But I do really enjoy, you know, a couple of their albums. 
And uh, quite honestly, uh, uh, yeah, I've never been an Alice Cooper fan. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, I like like four songs. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Matt Brassfield. One of them was in this movie. <laughs> I think Matt Brassfield's rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> Uh, he's already rolling over his grave because I hated Phantasm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like the Halloween movies. Oh, man. Boom. Man, he's dead to you now. He is uh, going to come after me with a gun. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed this movie. I did, too. It's fun to watch. Oh, yeah, it is. I would watch <laughs> it over and over. I mean, not like... I don't want to watch it right now, right. but I know... Like, a year from now, if I haven't seen this movie again, right. I'm going to be itching to watch it again. <laughs> I uh, I think uh, the next time uh, my uh, my friend Amanda is over, I think we're, I think I'm going to force her to watch this one. Nice. Yeah. I think uh, she would definitely uh, agree with a lot of it. <laughs> I think definitely one of the things is, like, uh, if you're a relatively intelligent person and you work retail... Um, then, then this movie is made for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like to think that I work retail. I know I'm not intelligent. Right. But <laughs> I said relatively. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm relatively intelligent. Yeah. And I work, sort of work retail. You work retail. Yeah. So yes, I can relate. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah, the thing is that, uh, when you, when you work, I mean, I, I guess yours is a little more specialized than like what she does, but, uh, you, you still get, all sorts oh, in yeah. your store. Oh, yeah. And all of those sorts are mostly the people that are targets in this movie. Right, right. I'd say a large portion. A good least. portion of it, yeah. We got some really awesome people in there. I won't oh, lie. sure, yeah. But, uh, or, or people that, you know, you have no opinion on either way. Yeah, exactly. Because they just come in, buy what they want, and get out. Those actually might be my absolute favorite people. Yeah. I think I like those people better than the people that I like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because when I come in, I'm going to talk to you. And I know. you got other shit to do. Right. And I'm just going to annoy the fuck out of you. I've got magic cards to shuffle right. around and uh, price and uh, alphabetize. And you're just thinking, they're getting the hell out. I'm going to talk <laughs> to you for three hours on a goddamn podcast later. Yeah. I know. And the more we talk about the store, the less we have to talk about here. Right. Oh, my God. <clears throat> That's why I no longer shop at Marvel's. <laughs> it's for the good of the podcast. Yeah. Um... Ah, oh, shit, I was, I was going to say something. Uh, oh, no, yeah, but, like, whenever I go to a store, you know, that, that is that is sort of my mentality when I go in, you know, uh, keep my head down, yeah. uh, pick out what I want, and get out. Fuck, you know? yeah. If I need help, like, like it's only because, like, I am, at that point, a desperate man looking for whatever <laughs> right. it is, you know? Yeah. Like, I do not want to bother anyone, and so then when the cashier decides that she wants to strike up a conversation with me... Or start hassling me about like some, you know, shopper's card or whatever. Right. I start to get pissed <laughs> off because you're going against my goal. You're in a different zone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Like, I am much more sociable, you know, mm -hmm. willing to interact with strangers. But when I'm shopping, it's me and the product of Buddy. Yeah. It's not, it's not about you. <laughs> it's not about, it's not about fellow customers or employees. It's right. about me and that product. Exactly. I want I want my mustache wax, or <laughs> or my fat boy CD, and then I want to get out. <laughs> I'm stuck on the fat boy CD. I know. Oh man, yeah. me too. 
Oh man, Crescent. Uh, huh? Crescent. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this um, movie is great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, that's it. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're listening to us, then I would hope that you have some sort of similar mentality to how we think and feel. Uh, then this movie is made. At for least, you. at least your sense of humor. Exactly. Yeah. If, if uh, yeah, if you like your uh, if you like your comedy uh, super thickly dark, uh, just like <laughs> your cocks. Yeah. Then uh, <laughs> I wish my cock was darker. Thick and black. Mm-hmm. Uh, then yeah, just just go watch this. Uh, it's on Netflix Instant. Uh, Instant Q. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. I can't believe I was ever against this thing. <laughs> You've been assimilated into the Netflix army. I have. Uh, it, fast cable helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fast internet, anyway. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, God bless America and God bless Netflix Instant. God bless Bob Goldthwait. Fuck yeah, God bless that guy. Seriously, nice job. That was... Yeah. Yeah. We don't do this often. No, not at all, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we love Bob Goldthwait. Yeah. Uh, all is forgiven for Police Academy three, <laughs> seven through twelve. Right, yeah, yeah. whichever <laughs> ones you were in that were awful. Which was all of them, other than whichever one you first started. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that. We don't need to tell. Oh him yeah, that. he knows. Yeah. That. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, all is forgiven for uh, happily ever after. Whatever that horrible was... show he was in, where he played the voice of a bunny. Oh uh, my god, I've never seen that, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the the guy from that show was uh, in this movie as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he was uh, Joel Murray's boss who who fires him. The the captain from Dexter. Oh, okay, yeah. Mr. Carradine. Yeah. Was he a Carradine? No, no. Oh no, I'm thinking of uh, the other dude from Dexter. That yeah. was a Carradine, right? No, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, okay. The, the 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 guy who's uh, uh, Guerta's boss. The, yeah. What's his name? Mahoney. Uh, his real name is uh, huh? Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff Pearson is his real name. Okay. Uh, Captain Matthews on Dexter. Yeah. yeah. And he was great in this movie. Yeah. Small role. Very small role. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I believe he was also in uh, World's Greatest Dad as well. Yeah. Yeah. Another Bobcat movie. Yes, which we already talked about. Wow. Good All movie. Right. Good movie. Yeah. Bless America. Go watch it. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll take a break. All right. She's a superstar with her mind across to bed And when mom complains about my hair I say, hey mom, I just don't care I'm in hell and the angels cry Cause I'm trying to settle my soul And when mom complains about my clothes I say, hey mom, leave me alone Go, let's go. 
Hey, welcome back, guys and girls. Uh, do we? Uh, I don't There's know. maybe a lady. Maybe. Maybe a lady. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> I don't know who, but no. definitely not your lady friend. She doesn't listen anymore? I don't think she ever did. Yes. <laughs> she is a smart girl. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's amazing that she agreed to actually be on, on this show multiple times right. and, and have another additional show on top of it. Mm-hmm. She likes to... Uh, she likes to talk. She likes to talk to us. Yeah. She likes us. Yeah. Ew. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah. What? Uh, Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think it's time to talk about a dude. A dude? Yeah. A dude by the name of Kurt Denz. Oh, I like Kurt Denz. Kurt Denz is great. He draws really cool. He is a good drawer. Yeah. Yeah. That is a joke for me and Kurt. <laughs> if you were on social media, maybe you would have gotten that joke. I still yeah. think it's funny. I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah, he's a good drawer. I uh, I posted a, a thing on the, on the Twitters uh, a couple of days ago about how... Uh, uh, much like in a uh, God Bless America fashion, uh-huh. that uh, whenever I see someone use the word drawer instead of artist or, or any appropriate word for that you know term, uh-huh. uh, that it makes me want to die and then kill everybody else. Really? Yeah. Drawer? You don't like the drawer? No, because it's wrong. It's like cute and fun. Hey, uh, but they used it for serious. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And also... 
It's not cute or fun. <laughs> I feel cute and fun. I just said it. You you weren't. <laughs> and you're lucky I don't own any weapons. <laughs> There's a knife in there. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I could hit you over the head with one of my guitars. <laughs> sure. Let's yeah. do that. Uh, but no, yeah. So, so I posted that and then Kurt responded as, uh, uh, he accepts, uh, the term picture guy. Picture guy. Yeah. And I said that is, uh, that is still a more acceptable term than drawer. But, but you don't, yeah. you wouldn't want to be called the picture guy. I, I don't mind it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd even accept picture guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. uh, but not drawer. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Kurt Dins, in order to prevent him going on a, uh, killing spree, uh, we allow him to, uh, do <laughs> interviews for us. At, we, uh, we allow him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he graciously blesses us with these interviews. Yeah, this is, yeah, he, uh, he decided to do this all on his own, and we are totally okay with it. He sort of became the star of the show at that point. He really has. I mean, uh, in, in just, Two prior appearances, he has gotten way more celebrities than <laughs> you or I ever would even think about trying to get on the show. We had Matt Brassfield on here that like, is true. multiple times. Yeah, he is a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, until he plays Chop Top, oh, yeah. uh, he's just not going to be able to compare. It's true. Werewolf of Ohio does not count. <laughs> Matt Brassfield in a poor rubber werewolf mask. Is not acceptable. As in, when we've had Chop Top on the show, <laughs> okay, talking about his car. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Kurt can't 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 really match that level of celebrity though. It's true. Yeah. Uh, like, what's he gonna come up with next? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess let's find out. Oh, yeah. We have another one. We have another one, and hopefully more soon because he's out. <laughs> <laughs> so go to another convention, Kurt, and please. Or just some more. Or just visit a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do you live in Chicago? There's got to be someone around. Oprah? Yeah. Go get Oprah. Chris Ware? Chris Ware. Jeffrey Brown? Jeffrey Brown, yeah. Uh, uh, A famous cub. Uh, Ira Glass, maybe? Maybe. I think he lives in New York now. Oh, does he? Uh, The show is produced out of New York. Uh, Who knows? Probably Portland, because that's where (laughs) the fucking hipsters live. You think Ira's a hipster? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, he's oh, like 80 yeah. years old. He can be a hipster. Yeah, he's not 80 years old. Yeah. He's, uh, I think, early 50s. He's skinny. He wears uh, thick black rimmed glasses. Never, he's got I, spiky hair. I've never seen a picture of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I pictured him as like a large old man. Oh, no. He's he's uh, he's very uh, effeminate and, and, and thin and uh, huh. hipsterish. Okay. Yeah. Wow, he may you... be the world's oldest hipster. Wow. I'm, I'm not saying that. Wow. Yeah. Well, then don't kill him. I mean, he might be going for a record. <laughs> I'm not saying Ira Glass needs to be killed. I'm just saying that uh, you wouldn't be maybe, against it. No, no, you know, I, I used to listen to This American Life. Yeah. Uh, I found it enjoyable. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, you know, I also eventually began to found it pretty uh, smug and uh, uh, full of itself, and stopped listening. Kind of repetitious. Sir. Yeah, and if there's one thing anyone hates, it's a. It's an audio show that's repetitious and boring. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Kurt Dance. All right. Okay. 
Hello, this is Kurt Dins for the Gutter Trash Podcasting Network. Today I'm at Days of the Dead with Heather Langenkamp, famous, of course, for uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1, 2, and 3, right? Okay, and this is the random question she's answering for today. I had corned beef hash and poached eggs for breakfast. There you have it. Thanks very much. Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> I don't know how you get these amazing interviews, but uh, thanks for doing it. How does he do it? Yeah. Uh, this one was uh, significantly shorter than the <laughs> other two. Uh, but yeah, Heather Langenkamp. <laughs> of Nightmare on Elm Street. But uh, yeah. here's what I was trying to trying to like clarify. I think, did, 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 I, did I hear him say... She was in the first three Nightmare on Elm Streets. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. Wasn't. Oh, I totally was going to say something because uh, <laughs> she was not in the second one. She was not, uh, unless like I don't remember a particular scene she was in. But no, she. I don't did, believe. As far as I am concerned, she was not in that one. Yeah. Uh, that that one was about the uh, the gay dude, right? Yeah. That sort of thinks he is Freddy or something. And yeah, I think Freddy is trying to like take over his body. Right, right. Freddy is trying to enter his body. Oh. Oh, that is pretty gay. That movie is chock full of homosexual undertones <laughs> and overtones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Heather Langkamp was in one, three, and I believe. Seven. Oh, the new, er, new nightmare. Night, new nightmare. Yeah. So we now know if she decides to never again appear on the show, right. why? Yeah. Because she was, was so offended. She, yep. Yeah. It's probably why she chose the shortest answer. Oh, yeah. She was going to go into, like, uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows what one of those questions was? Right. Uh, I would like to see this list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, but it's awesome anyway. Yeah, it was great. Uh, that yeah, was really good. Yeah. Uh, but man, Heather Langenkamp, man. Oh, super crush. Massive crush oh, on Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that scene towards the end of Nightmare on Elm Street, the first, when she's like getting ready all the booby traps, and then like she goes up to like change into some sort of like more comfortable clothes, right. and you see her naked from the back, like from the from the waist up. You know, I mean, you don't see anything, right? Yeah. But you know that oh, somewhere yeah. at some point she was naked. Oh yeah, and that just that did it for me when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, when, when was the first time you ever saw Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, I was a child. Okay, yeah. uh, I was as well. I was probably like four or five, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, my mom was watching it while we were eating dinner. Oh, yeah. wow, <laughs> that's awesome. So I remember distinctly eating like uh, pork chops and peas while uh, wow. Tina was being uh, dragged across the ceiling in a uh, body bag. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> it doesn't make the pork chops go down any, any easier, does no, it? No, it was fine. Yeah. And I uh, distinctly remember uh, watching uh, Johnny Depp erupt into a geyser out of a oh, water Oh, man. Yeah, that's a memorable scene. Yeah, I love that movie. Now, why was he listening to his headphones and watching TV at the same time? Because kids these days, they just, uh, you know, they can't just uh, tune anything out. they got to be constantly See? stimulated. So this, so Freddy Krueger is basically just like Frank from God Bless America. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's a guy. i going to kill that guy for listening to his headphones and watching TV. i got to kill that other guy for wearing a leather jacket with no shirt underneath. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and quite honestly, he also should have been killing Johnny Depp for wearing a half shirt. Oh, yeah, he does wear the half shirt. Yeah. 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 
Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I saw, I think it was a couple of years ago, I watched uh, the first Nightmare uh, again. And, oh, yeah. It totally holds up. Definitely. You know, two, uh, it's okay. I've only seen the second one a couple of times because I was a big Heather Leggenkamp fan. Of, right, yeah. I know to only watch the ones that she's in. <laughs> <laughs> they are the only good ones. <laughs> I liked four, I think. I think I liked four. I can't, uh, between, like, like. The Dream Child, I believe it was. Yeah, I like uh, you know one obviously is great. Uh, three is is right up there, probably my second favorite. Dawkins soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know uh, Patricia Arquette. Oh yeah, she's great. Uh, Larry Fishburne. Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, seven, uh, the, the new Nightmare, I think, follows right up there. I've never seen that one. Uh, that one is, is really really good. Because uh, basically, like after three and before seven. Like, like those movies, like, all just sort of, like, I know I've seen at least one of them, but I could not tell you which yeah, one. Yeah, they kind of turn into this, like, it's almost like a parody of the first movie. Yeah. After the, like, the second one tried to do something different, but I don't think it was very good. But after that, it just kind of turned into a cheesy parody of... Well, I think 3 was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had a little bit, some of those moments, but, uh, right. but, you know, I think it still kept itself fairly serious enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like the whole thing about Freddy's origin. And then again, right. we had Heather Langenkamp returning right. because she was not into. <laughs> well, everybody knows that. I don't know why you just pointed that out. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Seven is is like, uh, it, it's meta. You know, it's it's like the pre-Scream Wes Craven yeah. you know, trying to do something different with it. It sounds cool. It's very good. Uh, I do recommend saying it. Uh, but, yeah, like, like. You know, when basically when Freddy became a cartoon character, is sort of right. like where he became like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah. And I think in one of those movies, at least literally, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I can just—I I think I literally, literally remember him becoming like a cartoon character. Right. In yeah. One of those. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Uh, so you know, I mean, like, like I, you ignore those movies, and also because they don't have Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty much the key to a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. You got your Freddy. Yep. And your Heather. Yep. Uh, there was uh, Afternoon Nightmare. The, the only other one was Freddy vs. Jason. Right? Oh, I liked that one a lot. I did not. Oh, man. I thought it was super fun. I thought it was dumb as dirt. Well, I was high when I watched it. Okay. But I thought it was super fun. All right. Uh, I mean, it, like, I've never had a desire to see it again, but I also. Like, it wasn't, like, the worst thing I've ever seen, obviously. And, like, I've definitely seen worse Nightmare movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And worse Friday the 13th movies. Right. Well, actually, I've never seen a Friday the 13th What? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's just surprising. I know. Yeah. It just, it's not like, it's not like I'm going out of my way not right. to watch one. Oh, I'm with you. You know, it just, just has never happened. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a Rocky movie, so I totally understand. Right. Yeah. I've never avoided a Rocky movie. I've just never right. seen one. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just, uh, yeah, maybe someday I will, I guess. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's like, would you even right, care? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, like, like I tried watching like, the two Halloween, first two Halloween movies because similar situation, you know, I just, I never saw them. Right. You know, like, like I wasn't going out of my way to just never happened. Uh, so I, like, I did go out of my way and I did not enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen the first one, and yeah, I thought it was kind of boring. I recommend three. 
Halloween 3? Yeah. Really? Season of the Witch. Hmm. Has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does it have that awesome song, Season of the Witch, in it? Maybe. Okay. No, it definitely has... Uh, no, I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, but yeah, and then there was the, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which uh, was okay. I've, I've seen bits of it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of listened to it, actually. Yeah. While Kathleen was watching it and I was drawing. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I liked it. It was enjoyable enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think a sequel to it could be far better if they did some right. things. Right, if they build on it. Right, right. right. And then maybe, you know, maybe uh, stop relying on CG. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I didn't see much CG because I was listening to it. Right. But, yeah, that's cool. <coughs> Because they remake the the classic uh, scene where Freddy comes through the wall, and and they do it all CG instead and, of yeah, and it's like it's such a simple effect for them to do, and it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, it does. Even now, like like yeah. we we both watched the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street within the last year. Yeah, yeah, and that scene looks great. Yep. Yeah. But you know, Jackie Earl Haley was was pretty good as Freddy, mm-hmm. yeah, and then and, and, uh, the other. Non Hedling Kemp, uh, you know uh, Nancy was was fine, right? You know, and uh, Connie Britton, I'll always watch her in a thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was fine. Not great, not mm. horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd give a sequel a chance. Yeah, me as well. <laughs> Maybe with a uh, Heather Langenkamp. Thanks, Heather, for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Kurt. Yeah. It was awesome. For, for, they both flew into the Gutter Trash Studios <laughs> for that intensive interview. <laughs> and then they went their separate ways. Yeah, except that uh, Kurt had to, you know, tell us that he was at a convention. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> One of you is lying. That's <laughs> uh, I hope Kurt is uh, heading towards uh, more conventions in the next... Uh, month or so to get us some more interviews oh that'd be sweet because because i enjoy these yeah he does a great job yeah it's my favorite part of the show yeah yeah me too <laughs> maybe the show should just be that yeah it'd be a lot shorter hell yeah and we'd do a lot less work yeah <laughs> i wouldn't have to worry about the show just not recording in the middle of us mm-hmm. having a conversation which has happened occasionally it's yeah weird. It's weird. It, it has happened uh, more than on occasion in the past month it is annoying me and I have to keep looking to make sure that we are still recording. right. Right, it's distracting. <laughs> it is distracting, and I am paranoid. And then, then, yeah, it also gives me a lot more work that I have to do post. Right. I don't want to edit these things. That's what you have. The whole point of this is that I don't edit. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the computer is against the very fabric of our nature. Yes. Uh. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Well, I guess uh, I. Uh, I got nothing. You got nothing? Yeah. You got a book? That's uh, something. I got a book. That's yeah. something. All right. Yeah. Well, then I'll pick a book, and we can go away. I got to go. Yeah. I got to get out of here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. So uh, I got a book that um, I have had sort of for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sort of. Yeah. Uh, this is a book that I bought, uh, as it was coming out. Uh, it was a bi-monthly book. Uh, it started coming out, I believe, sometime in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, uh, well, let me tell you this. Yeah, you know the, the whole made-up phrase, uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Uh-huh. Uh, 
Uh, well, what happened in Vegas was that I bought an issue of this book, and it stayed in Vegas. <laughs> and then for ten years, I could never find that issue again. Wow. And I only finally just got it last year. Really? Yeah. But you did actually buy it in Las Vegas? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I remember buying it at uh, one of the comic shops I visited while huh. I was out there. And, uh, and it stayed in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it did. I guess I left it in my uh, the, the place where I was staying and uh, didn't bring it back to Dayton with me. Shame on you, sir. Yes. So I had never read this book because I was missing an issue, and nobody around me had it. And uh, I had to finally buy it off the Internet uh, from, from mycomicshop.com. Ah. For all your back issue needs, if you don't have a local comic shop, yeah, there or you go. if they don't have uh, the book you're looking for. So, yeah, I like the way you said that. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, so this is a book that uh, has basically just been sitting in my room 10 years waiting for issue three to, to <laughs> fill it out. Uh, it is called The Coffin. The Coffin. Written by Phil Hester, drawn by Mike Huddleston, published by Oni Press back in the year 2000. Okay, I have seen this book. I've never read it. Yeah. That sounds cool. All right. sounds great. So we will do that. I look forward to reading a comic. Yeah, comics are good. They're books, but they don't have just words. They get like pictures and stuff. Right. To by, flesh it out. By drawers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make it more gooder. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. High five. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, get out of here and go watch some reality television. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, to the movie theater and tweet about this how great the podcast went. Uh, all right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Right. I'm on the podcast, he totally stole his line. <laughs>